0: Todd Talks. You know, when I started Todd Talks, I wasn't sure if I only wanted to stick to business and graphic design. And this particular talk kind of tells that story because this has nothing to do with business, although I guess it could have to do with business, but has to do with bullying. I was talking to my cousin today and he's telling me about his kid in school having some trouble, you know, just a little bit of trouble that, that that a lot of kids in sixth grade have. I had it. I know a lot of people that have had it with bullying. Uh, apparently nothing physical per se or anything, uh, anything over the top, but nonetheless, it's bullying. And, you know, I was talking to him about, you know, my martial arts upbringing. And I know that his son is also in the martial arts, is in Kung Fu. And I, you know, I was telling him that, you know, the essential martial artist um, should be trained and should know the virtues of really never entering the fight. You know, ultimately, that's that's what you don't want to do. Um, sort of like a no, no contention philosophy where it, it takes two. It takes two to fight. And, you know, even in bullying, I said to his, his, uh, his son, his son's name is Colin, that if, if he looks at it this way, that if a bullier is bullying, that's them that's that's doing that action, that, and that's not good, that's not a good, good action, but that's theirs and theirs alone. If you are the recipient of the bullying and you choose to call it bullying and you choose to make yourself a victim of bullying, you are therefore then bullied by your own definition. If instead you decide Um, That person, and you don't say this to them, but you say, you know you know the, the truth, which is that they are bullying. They're a type of person that likes to bully. It's not a good thing to do, I feel bad for them. You have compassion for them, because deep down, you know, they probably don't want to be like that. Even if they are, it's their choice. You have compassion that they have to live a life like that. But you don't have to be bullied. You don't have to accept the bulliedness Um, and it just got me thinking really hard about that. And I guess that's why I say it could apply to business as well, because, you know, sometimes we're bullied in business. So I went on talking to him about, I said, you know, what I've learned or what I've been taught is that, you know, you, you don't have to accept the bullying. You don't have to accept the. The, the anger or the tirade or somebody calling you names. Heck, even in relationships. I just talked to somebody yesterday that uh, their own mother was, was speaking very, very cruelly, very, very harshly, um, telling them things. Um, and this person, this guy was, uh, let's see, he's 21, it's gonna be 22, and his mother was telling him that he was a disappointment, that uh, she wishes he was never born, um, and so many other horrible, horrible things. And of course, it, you know, brought him to tears. He was really upset by it. I mean, who wants to hear that kind of stuff from their mother? But as I pointed out to him, that if he understands first that, and it's very, very hard for people to understand this, and I know it's hard for me too. I mean, it's taken me a lot, long time and, and, and my continued personal or spiritual journey to, to really sort through some of this stuff and help people with this, but that, He was born through his mother and he's old enough now, especially to know that he is his own person and he's on his own path. We all come through something. Life comes through life. It's constantly ongoing. Life is constantly moving, constantly changing, constantly um, breathing, constantly living and constantly dying. Some things die, some things live, etc cetera, etc. Cetera. but but if you look at it from that standpoint that you came to your mother and again, have compassion that what kind of a person would do that kind of a thing? That's on them. They own that. they're responsible for all of that type of thing. So I guess, as I'm thinking about it now, the the metaphor would be, like like being, I don't know, somebody's throwing stones at you or shooting arrows at you or something like that, that they're the ones that are violent. They're the ones that are, are performing that act of, of war, or violence, or hate, or whatever. And you don't have to accept them. Um, as I said to this gentleman yesterday, I says, you know, if I, if I attacked you with a knife and stabbed you with a knife, you would definitely feel that, it would hurt. You know, you have your nerves and your skin, and all this kind of stuff that sends signals to your brain and says, "Ow, that's a real physical uh, reality. That really hurts." And even ask question, well, that's 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 another another conversation. But you, you, no doubt, it would hurt when somebody says something to us verbally. Um, and I know myself when I've said things to people verbally, that can be very very hurtful, right? But let's just say somebody's directing uh, a few words at you. It's all what that means. To you and what i told him was this i said look if this person started screaming at you in some unknown language you know let's just say i was calling you a stupid jerk but instead i said it in this weird language let's just make one up like okay and let's just say that meant something really harsh but you don't understand it it doesn't mean anything to you because you didn't comprehend it you didn't comprehend it and process it in your brain and, and choose to attach some kind of a meaning to it, right? So it's the same thing here. If we can practice this and apply that in our lives, we take things less personally, and we change the meaning behind it because it doesn't really have much power anymore somebody calls you a name that you're not really crazy about. In fact, you could also say if somebody gives you a compliment, you have to be careful with that too, because sometimes people rely on compliments and then it feels really good to get compliments. And then when you don't get the compliments, you, you know, you get upset from that too. So again, we choose what these things mean to us, but we're not taught that we're, we're never taught that. Um, so it's very hard for people to understand. So when it comes to back to bullying, somebody's bullying you it's the same thing they're they're performing you kind of put this in a, a, a perspective or a frame if you will imagine putting a frame around it it's kind of like a comic book or a, a silly animation like i told this gentleman yesterday i said imagine your mother um in, in a cartoon and you record this and then you speed it up so it's like really fast you know, blah, 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 blah. You know and we animate it with with uh you know smoke coming out of her ears or whatever it'd be pretty funny and he admitted it. he laughed he says yeah that would be pretty funny and and again it's only because you're changing the framing the meaning behind it and and it kind of changes how that feels because i don't know you've kind of changed what that means to you you know and i know that's hard i know it's super super hard i've been there i get it you know i've been called a lot of horrible things in my life um, and and it never feels good, you know. And especially if it's your own mother. Now, this person's mother happens to be have have uh, issues with alcohol, and is a divorcee. Uh, apparently, the, her husband left her for some other woman. And I said, you know, imagine how she feels. Imagine deep down, maybe she's acting out her hurt. Maybe you know, maybe there's a lot of other things going on that you're not even aware of. And you know, there's often that's that's the reason behind this. Um, you know, I don't know all the psychology, I'm not an expert in psychology, but I can, I can say for sure though, that each person is responsible for what they seek after or what they choose to, what they choose to drink, eat, smoke, talk, do whatever, you know, we're all personal for our own stuff. So if you give that personal power to somebody else, meaning they choose to be kind or to be mean they choose to be right or to be wrong. They 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 have those choices. Allowing other people to have those choices, it doesn't really mean much to you. Then you know you're sort of passing the power back to them. In in judo, for a number of years, I learned very quickly that you know you're using people's power against themselves. Really, and I think that's the same in a lot of different sports, but especially in judo, that you uh, you 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 very you learn a skill where you very, very gently feel the difference where uh, somebody's energy is shifting. Uh, They're going left or they're going right, they're going forward, they're going back. You, You sense the power from them, where it's going, and you use a set of skills to then make it easier for them to go in that direction, if that makes sense. So let's say somebody is uh, you know holding my gi, which is uh, the out, the outfit in judo, and they're going to my they're they're trying to attack me from my left side. I I should feel that through training, and I can try a, a whole set of moves where, for example, I might use my leg and my hip, turn quickly and use his power pulling toward my left over my hip and leg, and he flips to the ground. You know that type of a thing, but but the important part of that is that his energy is what's coming at me and i'm simply moving very very slightly to allow that energy to go past me or go by me i will often use that terminology with my sister when she and i are working together and you know let's let's judo this let's judo that which is another way of saying let's sort of gently guide it one way or the other um so that's something to keep in mind too but anyway now Let's get on to the bullying part, though, or if somebody's being nasty to you. And you know something? I've just decided that this does apply to business, right? Because there are times when you have irate customers, um, irritated coworkers, angry people in your life in business or whatever. It does happen, and how you react to it will have a profound effect on, let's say, the the, the sale it'll have a profound effect on the relationship between you and that customer or co-worker. Um, and, but it'll also have the most profound effect on you personally because say for example uh, you choose to get really angry and defensive and you absorb it and you think about it and you analyze it over and over and over and now you can't sleep, you're tense, you have back problems and neck problems and arthritis problems, all these different things are going on, all because of what somebody else did. And if you really look at that, it's kinda of like, yeah, does that really make sense? You know, not not particularly. And and all I'm pointing out is that just by changing how you look at that will have an effect on everything. It'll have an effect on, on that relationship. On you know, let's just say you're having a sale. I've talked about this in another one of my talks where um you know be so much mo- sometimes you have to be the catcher's mitt and even though the customer is not always right you, you have to make them believe that they are sometimes because it's so much easier to say for example yeah yeah no problem and just take care of the problem and then it, it usually just stops um you know it's just just important to realize that how you react to it is always a choice as hard as that is it's always a choice you can always choose to act or react a certain way but I also, as I said to John, my cousin, I said, listen, um but but we have to protect ourselves and I've always uh I grew up with this belief that I have a sort of an imaginary circle around me, and it's maybe about a foot foot and a half outside of me, and imagine a chalk line that's that's drawn around you that you have to protect your center you you absolutely have to protect protect your center. Um, that's important I think we're we're created to to love and care for one another to expand outward to create outward to be the best possible creation we can be i believe all that kind of stuff but i also know that we have to be able to protect ourselves and it's not always physical in fact you know many 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 thousands of years ago it must have been much more physical you know when we're living in uh, different conditions and in some parts of the world it still is so we have that primitive nature in us that makes us, uh, gives us that power and capability of defending ourselves physically. So, that can be very, very important. Um, you know, as I tell my daughters, you know, if, as a, I continue to tell them, that, that if anybody ever touches you inappropriately or tries to, you know, there are a number of things they can do physically to, to stop that in, in its tracks you know, be it gouging the eye, smashing the ears, the Adam's apple or in the privates or whatever, whatever the case may be. There's so many different things you can do. Um, but there's also a lot of things you can do that are non-physically violent as well. Um, for example, you can use your, you can use your communication uh, the same way. You know, listen, I, as I told this gentleman I was talking to yesterday about this, protecting your center, you know, you can't stop them from doing what they're doing but you certainly can speak up and say you know what you're saying to me right now is really hurtful and I'm not sure if that's what you're intending on doing but I just want to let you know that that stuff really hurts that hurts my feelings big time you know and you got to be careful with words too because let's just say you get an angry person Um, let's just say there's an alcoholic or a drug user that's that's you know coming at you and you try using words sometimes that backfires you're just gonna Piss him off even more. So sometimes you need to use your wisdom and patience and just sort of walk away. It's another technique: walk away, um, avoidance. Although you know that may be, um, I don't know. Some people might disagree with this, but to me it makes sense. Where, for example, I, I don't drink anyway. But but even if I did, I, I, you know, it's probably not such a good idea to go to a bar after hours or a late night because most people that are in bars late night have been drinking quite a bit. And I, th- I don't know if this is a saying or not, but I think it is. But if you don't want to get into a bar fight, bar fight, bar fart, bar. <laughs> Jeez, I can't speak right. But if you don't want to get into a bar fight, don't go into a bar. You know, there, there's there's a lot of logic with that type of stuff. I've, I've known of people that, that have gone into some real bad sections of town and cities and, you know, gotten mugged and, and other things um you know knowing that they were walking into that that area unfortunately there are those times where um you know we get into some trouble and we're not expecting it and that's that's tragic that's that's really unfortunate but that does happen sometimes so maybe i should say most of the time we have the ability to do something about it most most situations so when it comes to bullying in school, you know, I think it helps, especially with kids, because, you know, some kids are great. Some kids have a whole lot of power and, and uh, you know, the ability to work through that stuff. Some kids are just really, really sensitive and they get pushed around quite a bit. In some capacity, that's sort of the way nature works. You know what I mean? There's some primitive roots to that. Um, but But I also think that it's important that parents teachers especially but let's just say parents have a really good relationship but you don't have to be a parent either you can just be an adult have a good relationship with a child um, to be able to help them because hopefully you have a little bit more strength courage wisdom and and so forth to be able to help these kids through that type of stuff but but in this case here the um, my cousin you know working with his son and talking to his son um, I think that can be be very useful but I think it's really important to illustrate that, you know, a lot of these bullies, you know, let them be bullies. Let them be bullies. Um, you, you might just, inside, don't let, you might not want to laugh in their face, but inside you can laugh and just say, you know, that doesn't bother me. It doesn't frighten me. It doesn't bother me. Um, of course, you know, I understand. And there's probably some people listening to this saying, yeah, you know what, you have no idea. And it's true. I mean, you you never know till you know. And there are times where there's bullied kids and, you know, it's not easy. So sometimes you need to seek help. Sometimes you need to go to the teacher. You need to go to the principal. You need to go to the police. You need to go to an adult. and, And you need to get help. Sometimes that's true. I also know sometimes, you know, sometimes you do have to be able to protect yourself physically as well. Sometimes that's really important because if somebody's gonna, as I tell my daughters, if somebody's gonna be swinging a punch at you, if you have the ability to get the heck out of there, fine. But there are gonna, if there is a time that you need to block the punch or punch before they punch you, there are those times where you have to preemptively strike to survive. You know, and it depends who I'm talking to out there. But you know who you are when I'm talking to you. Um, there are there are times when you have to do that to defend yourself, and others I should say too. You know, protecting your center isn't always just you and yourself. It's also those that you care about. Um, you know, you may have a situation where you need to care for your your aging parents, or a, a, a small child of yours, or even just a friend. You know, a friend who's in trouble. Um, there are times when you you you. You should want to help them as best that you can in some way, in some capacity to be able to help them out. Um, so, so, I don't know. I've been thinking a lot about this now today with bullying and, you know, we can call it different things, you know, kids in school might call it bullying. Uh, maybe there's a spouse that's being a jerk um, or otherwise, you know, there's a lot of words you could use there. Um, it could be a friend who's, who's being a jerk, you know, or a brother or a sister or, you know, whatever. Um, it could be a whole number of things. So just think a little bit about how you might react and keep in mind that give them the power. Give them the power. Allow them the power to, to own that for themselves. And remember that you can always, always control how you react What's best in that situation for you, and your relationships, and your health, and your well-being? Because ultimately, you're the one that wants to grow, and learn, and and be a better person, and expand your—I don't know—your love and wisdom outward. And that includes helping others. You know, in talking like I'm talking now, um, helping others understand that as well can be very beneficial for a lot of people in this world besides yourself. So, so just something to think about. Todd Talks.